0: Welcome to the Yaley, the YDN podcast covering the biggest news stories of each week. I'm your host, Alejandro Rojas. In today's episode, we will be interviewing Resty Fufunan, a junior in Trumbull College. Welcome to the Yaley, Resty. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, so I just want to start off with a quick icebreaker. I'm a freshman who is looking for new, exciting classes. So I was wondering, what is the most interesting class you've taken
1: at Yale so far and why? Sure. I'm a double major in ERNM and stats, but actually my favorite class that I've ever taken at Yale would actually be one of the science classes I took to fulfill the two credits. You guys actually just wrote an article about this. I took Dynamic Earth with Professor Evans last fall. and actually it wasn't the class but the associated lab that has been my favorite class of all time as part of the lab we took a trip over fall break to see like various mountains in the northeast look at the geology look at the geography and get a sense of the like centuries millennia of history that formed the landscape of New Haven as we see it today i had never really explored the northeast i'm from chicago so it was really nice to just check out the fall foliage check out mountains like i'm from the plains you don't get mountains like that and so it was really nice to really feel like Northeasterner in some way and really feel like a Yale student.
0: All right. So now getting into the protest, could you tell us a little bit more about the protest and what
1: activities you engaged in while in DC? Sure. So 41 Yale students took a two night trip to DC. We left Saturday afternoon, came back Monday evening, and there were two main events that we as a group participated in. There was a celebration of diversity Sunday afternoon that featured guest speakers from various nonprofits and civil rights organizations, student speakers, including myself. And we all just sort of talked about the importance of affirmative action and really talked about its importance for us, right? I think it's easy to get lost in the broad policies, the national states, but there are real stories that are being told. There are real implications for real people. And I think the celebration of diversity was a great way to show the implications and the impacts that both affirmative action and the potential repeal of affirmative action have for students like me and students across the nation. The other big event, and I argue the reason why we were there, was for oral arguments on Monday. That morning, we protested at the steps of the Supreme Court and really just wanted to show the world, hey, we're here, we support affirmative action, we are in solidarity, solidarity with our peers at Harvard and UNC. These are the two schools that are the focus of the affirmative action cases. We are here in solidarity. We are here with other students of color, as students of color, and we value diversity on our college campuses.
0: What does affirmative action mean to you? How do you define affirmative action? And are there any misconceptions
1: of affirmative action that you would like to clear up? I'll start with the definition, which is to say, I don't have a great definition. I'm sure there's some legal jargon and some precise definition for affirmative action. But to me, affirmative action You know, there's a main slogan that all of the organizations were promoting, which is defend diversity, affirm opportunity. And to me, that's what the core of affirmative action really is. Making sure that our campuses look diverse, that people get to meet people from all sorts of backgrounds, not just race, but socioeconomic status, class, gender, sexuality, and of course race, right? That's central to affirmative action. To me, keeping affirmative action means repairing some of the inequities that have persisted in education throughout the centuries. I don't think anyone seriously sees affirmative action as a policy that will stay forever. But our hope is that until we remedy some of the systemic inequities and inequalities that persist, that cause people of different races to get varied socioeconomic and educational opportunities, affirmative action is still necessary for us to sort of level the playing field a little bit, right? So that, you know, someone with not the best test scores, perhaps not the best grades, that has factors outside of their control that can be explained by their race, that can be explained by their upbringing, that can be explained by, you know, the socioeconomic outcomes that affirmative action sort of takes into consideration. And then just abstractly, what would an
0: overturning of affirmative action look like and how could that potentially affect prospective students in future application cycles?
1: Well, we don't even really have to think abstractly. There are many states where affirmative action has already been repealed, and we see that it leads to declining enrollments of students of color and very specifically black and brown students, right? I'm talking about public universities in California. I'm talking about Michigan. They have, in the previous decades, repealed their affirmative action policies, and we see that came with a decline of black and brown student enrollment. And, you know, these are just a couple of school districts or college districts, but, you know, nationwide, the repeal of affirmative action means the changing of college campuses as we know it. It's the repeal, again, of diversity. It's rich people getting into college over and over again, right? It creates these barriers for people who, again, never had the same starting point, never had the same resources. Affirmative action sort of wipes out all the progress that we made to remedy those differences. (laughs)
0: Welcome to the cross-campus segment of the Yaley, where we ask Yalies their thoughts on news stories of the week. I'm your host, Leanne Nazal, and this week I'm asking Yaleys their thoughts on the affirmative action case in the Supreme Court.
2: Hi, what's your name? My name is Nati Tesfaye. I am a first year in Brantford College. What are your thoughts on affirmative action? Generally speaking, I would say that I support affirmative action. I think considering that, you know, with the state of our nation nationally i feel like there is a lot of inequity and i feel like in many ways at times people might get confused about what affirmative action actually means in the sense that i think that people might confuse it for you know equality and opportunity and equality and outcome where i feel like it's more so equity and opportunity and i think that distinction is very important for people to understand and generally speaking i think the miseducation of what affirmative action actually is is what hurts i think the the general progression of how we kind of address Topics like affirmative action and equity in general. So I would say I'm a big supporter of affirmative action. I think that you know if, if we look at education historically, if we look at you know marginalization of certain groups historically, in many ways we have to come to terms with that. And again, I understand that to a certain extent it can be unfair given with college admissions. Generally speaking, at very selective schools, you are going to have certain students are going to be put in positions where you know they might not get a spot. But I think again that is also an extension of the subjective nature of college admissions. But yeah, I think that's that's how I would answer the question. Thank you so much.
0: So now that you have given the context for affirmative action and we know a little bit more about it, how can Yale students get involved in this conversation and what would
1: effective change look like on a college campus like Yale? I'll start by saying that our fight is not over. A lot of the media campaigns, a lot of our actions were geared towards this previous weekend because oral arguments were taking place. But the Supreme Court doesn't release its decision until the spring of next year, spring of 2023. I'll speak candidly and say no one, I think, expects affirmative action to stay, given the composition of the court and given that it has been split. And Ketanji Brown-Jackson has recused herself in one of our case, meaning that You know, there's even less judges in favor of affirmative action. I think we're all expecting it to fall, but I think that just means we have to be prepared to campaign for perhaps race neutral policies that still maintain diversity on college campuses. It means, you know, we refocus our fight, go after legacy admissions next, right? We know that legacy admissions have caused the playing field to be even more uneven. And more broadly, we just stick to our slogan, affirm opportunity, defend diversity, whatever that looks like in the change landscape. Thank you so much
0: for joining us today, Rusty. More information about affirmative action cases and how Yaleys are getting involved can be found on the YDN website. That's it for The Yelly. I'm your host, Alejandro Rojas. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Yelly.